Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. You've seen Chef Ryan Duffy on Spike TV's Bar Rescue, NBC's Today Show, and opening bars and restaurants all over the world. Now he's sharing his stories, his friends, and some tips of the trade he's learned along the way. Prepare yourself to get Duffified. This is Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. Hey, hey there, everybody on a Friday morning, Duffified Live. As you know, last week I told you I was going to reach out to the government, and we are going to make Duffified Live a national holiday. Every single Friday is going to be Duffified Live Day. We are going to go out, and all I want you to do is create an experience. Do it with yourself. Do it with other people. Whatever you got to do. I don't care. Go and do something you've never done before. Doesn't matter what it is. All right? That's what I want you guys to do. I don't know if anybody did it last week, but we're going to find out. I want to reach out. Anybody who did something new to create an experience on a Friday, send me a message. Go to Twitter right now. Send me a private message. Hopefully, or you can do it on Instagram as well. I'm cool with that. Um, Hopefully, it's not going to be the catfish. Y'all know what a catfish is. I'm not talking about that dirty little mud bug that crawls around in this in the in the lakes and streams and bayous down south. I'm talking about the catfish who claims to be something that they're not. Uh, I had another awesome conversation with a catfish this week. Just so everybody knows, I'm not that dumb. I'm just not that dumb. I'm not going to fall for you asking me for a $500 iTunes gift card. If it's an Amazon gift card, I'm not going to fall for it. A Target gift card, I'm not going to fall for it. So if you're a catfish out there who thinks that you can pull at my, sorry, tug at my heartstrings by telling me that your daughter is sick and that you just want to get her to the hospital before you fall madly in love with me, I'm going to reply back to you. Are you sure that 500 is enough? Then I'm going to ask you for your bank account number because it would be easier for me to transfer you $3,000 into a bank account as opposed to uh, an iTunes gift card. It's just the way that I work. I'm generous and I enjoy fucking around with catfish. Uh, Last week's conversation went on for three days straight Um, uh, in the first uh, 12 uh, bouts, shall we say, of communication, she professed her love to me. Her, meaning a small Chinese man in Bangladesh somewhere on a phone. Uh, I proceeded to allow this conversation to go on for three full days. I tweeted a section of it out there to find out whether or not I should continue. And you, the people, spoke with a resounding yes. So I allowed that to go on. Uh, I um, actually received a bank account from her where she wanted me to transfer the money. I then let her know that I had transferred the money and she hadn't seen it yet. She was furious. She got very, very upset with me. And uh, I believe her name was, hold on, let me find her name again. Do, 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 Her name was – oh, no. Is it gone? Did she disappear? She's gone. I must have deleted her because I asked her yesterday why she left me. Yes, she's gone. Oh, well. Well, that happened. So she deleted me. 
And I'm very sorry that she felt the desire to delete me. But anyway, we're all good now because I eliminated yet another catfish from reaching out to anybody else during that time frame. Um, we are going to kind of have a little bit of fun today. Okay. We're going to have a lot of fun today. In fact, you guys know my love for laughter. You guys know my love for all things fun and funny. And I love a comedian for God's sakes. I love a comedian. Uh, we had Becky Robinson on in the past. Uh, she was on a couple of weeks ago. We've had some pretty awesome people um, coming on the show. And for me, it's just a great opportunity to get to talk to a couple of these people. Um, currently, uh, I know the next guest um, through, again, oddly enough, Instagram and Twitter. That's where I know her from. But there's some other cool stuff that's happened recently where uh, her and I have connected through my brothers. So Heidi, uh, he's let, I believe that's how I'm saying her name properly. He's let, he's, he's let, um, is a comedian, uh, lives out in LA and she's currently working on a show with my brothers for uh, uh, a new network. And we're going to find out about in just a little bit. It's a pretty cool dance show that Heidi is hosting um, that I'm pretty excited about. So everybody do me a favor. Uh, get your stuff all together. This is a comedian. Shit's going to get real. And I've listened to Heidi's stuff in the past. She's no stranger. So everybody do me a favor. Get ready. Welcome to the show. Heidi Heaslet. Well, good morning, Heidi. Hi, good morning. Do I sound like Mike Duffy? You kind of do, to it's be honest. so fucked up. So weird. <laughs> so fucking weird. Yeah, we all look alike as well. I know. I know. Yeah. So crazy. That jingle is strong. Well, we used to have, when my father was alive, we had small, medium, large, and extra large. <laughs> Tim was small, Mike was medium, I was large, and my father was extra large. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. So I love that. Um, Heidi, why don't you do me a favor? Tell me yeah. who you are, tell me what you do, and tell me how we can get in contact with you. Um, oh, I forgot to, what do you mean, my um, Instagram? Yeah. Did I not do my Okay, my- No, you did, but it's just, okay. we like to get people to say it out loud. Got it, okay. I, this is the part I hate. I'm like, oh God, um, uh, I'm an actress, comic, and now executive producer, technically, um, and um, on the internet, I'm the Redhead Heidi on Instagram, Twitter, Redhead Heidi. Um, and right, is that who I yeah. am? You need to say your name for me because I may have ripped it apart four or five times in the intro. Oh, 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 Heidi, he's lit. Like, oh, he's good, I know. He's lit. Heidi, I crushed it. Lit. Yeah, I crushed yeah. it. Then I got it. Yeah, got it. Awesome. All right. Okay, great. So, Heidi. What's going on? What are you doing out there um, in L.A.? Well, you know, we just produced the TV show. We just produced the TV show, The Funny Dance Show, um, which was based off the show that Justine and Marino and I created in the belly room of the comedy store. Oh, that's cool. Um, which is, like, really cool. And we did that with Ugly Brother Studios, who was our partner. And we brought it to E! And we're very excited. We don't have an air date yet, but it's... Um, somewhere in 2019, um, and we're kind of in the editing process, or we are in the editing process right now. 
And that's cool. It's it's crazy. Very cool. Very cool. So what? Give us the con. What's the what context of the show? What's the whole concept? So the whole concept is is well, it was really based off of Justine and I's love for dance. Um, but we're not great dancers. Uh, she loves dance <laughs> TV. I love dancing at bars. I was on a couple of dance comedic dance squads. Um, so we kind of teamed up with our, you know, our number one passion in comedy, also our passion for dance. And we somehow convinced comics to dance battle each other in the belly room of the comedy store. And we acted as like we're rival dance captains. Um, so I have a team of two comics. She has a team of two comics. We have three rounds of dance. And we're very excited because in the TV show, we give away $10,000 uh, for the winning team's chosen arts charity. Oh, so that's it's cool. all in good fun. Yeah, it's all really in good fun, and everybody laughs. It's a very funny first dance show. We have a lot of very silly concepts. Um, sometimes people get their dance moves, and sometimes they don't. Um, <laughs> we have a, a semi-legit panel of judges. We have Justin Martindale from Ease with the Fashion. We have Lonnie Love, comic and host of The Real. And then we have our actual only professional dancer judging dance on the panel, Allison Holker. So it's this big chaotic ball of energy and laughter and positivity. And, you know, in times like this, it's kind of nice to just kind of go back to the basics of like, we can enjoy each other. <laughs> we can all laugh together. We can all have fun and we can all try to dance, you know, like we can all make a good attempt at dancing. <laughs> right. Now, yeah. how did you, how did you connect with, with my brothers? Um, well, uh, Ryan Stickler, who's a comic who is a producer that they work with, yeah. uh, came to one of the shows and he went to the Duffy's and was like, you've got to come to this show. Like, oh, it's that's great. Cool. And so then they came and they really enjoyed the show. And, um, Justine and I kind of took the process pretty slowly and we met with them first. And then we met with a bunch of other people that just never measured up to your brothers. <laughs> and so then we, after we met with everyone, we said, Hey, so we've met with everyone and you guys are, are, we would like to partner with you. And they That's luckily cool. still wanted to partner with us. I think Mike was like, yeah, it took so long. I thought you just didn't like us. And we're like, no, we just took our, we were just really like focusing on producing the live show. But yeah, like he, I think they thought that we, and we kept being honest, like we're still meeting with people. We're still meeting with people, but just no one really felt like the perfect match besides um, Mike and Tim. And yeah. uh, that proved very true throughout the entire process. And, um, and, uh, and I have, and I now have, like, they're just great. I mean, I feel like I have two friends, you know, yeah. like outside of our, our working relationship as well. So that's cool. But that's how it, and that's how it happened. And then, then we had two network showcases and I think he came to both and gave us the offer on the second one that really kind of moved everything forward. Like they, they were like, yeah, we're on board. And so oh, that's, cool. um, that's how that all happened. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, did you, did Mike ever explain his love for comedy to you? Because oh, yeah. he moved oh, out yeah. there. That was his whole deal. Oh, I know. And he performed at a comedy club that is like basically my home club. It's called the Comedy Union now. Right. But when he was doing it, it was called Nick Nuts. And he had a story about like when a bottle was thrown at him or like because that club gets a little rowdy. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but it was funny because um, and the owner of that club was like, you partner with the W? He's like, I know Mike. So... <laughs> 
so so we definitely have had our like full circle comedy moment uh, discussions, and it's great because it's great having someone who knows comedy work on your comedy show as opposed yeah. to someone who doesn't know comedy work on sure. your comedy show. <laughs> well, they they have a dance background as well. What? Yes, yes, and he's theater. I mean, we just we just had the Christmas party at Rob's house, the showrunner. And Mike was telling us about his theater background days as well oh. in school. No, you need to ask him about his days as a break dancer. Oh, yep. I know about those as well. You're right. I <laughs> do the know cardboard about in days. the middle of like the mainline suburban street it was awesome. Yeah. 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 That was our crew yeah. with a K. <laughs> we were the you kamikaze kids. I mean, you have to smell crew with a K. You were way ahead of the Kardashians. Every we were you're like, no, it has time. to be a K. We yeah. were big. My parents were like, what are you doing? I'm like, we just want to dance, mom and dad. We just want to dance. Okay? It was the best. Now, now, where are you from? I'm from the central coast of California. Oh, okay. um, um, I moved a lot as a kid, and then I've come to L.A. when I was 17, which was in 2005. Um, but I went to high school in Morro Bay, but I'm California born and raised. So central coast of Cali, you know, didn't go to college, public high school. So, uh, you know, not all my words are always in the right place, but you know, my heart is, you know, so yeah, that's that. And you're, and so you're a chef, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. That's what I do. I love this. I'm so jealous that you aren't out here because I feel like I see you posting on this, like, I love food. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea that there was this master chef in the family. I, uh, we grew up in a house that was really, my parents both loved to cook and, uh, you know, Mike and Tim are both amazing cooks. Tim actually, uh-huh. so Mike moved out to LA and Tim was my sous chef in my first restaurant. Oh, wow. Like, Tim cooked with me for a while and there was one oh, night wow. and Tim, it was like a Friday night and Tim looks over at me and he's, and, and I mean, just straight as day. He's like, Brian, I get the fuck out of here. I miss Mike. I got to go. And like, and like three or four weeks later, he was gone. He, he bought a truck and moved to LA. Wow. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. And that was kind of the, where it all began. You. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What the fuck? I had to go find a new sous chef. I had to hire staff. Like, come on, give me a, at least a month's You're notice. Like, guys, yeah. guys, what's happening here? It's not, we were all cooking and now you guys are making TV. What's happening here? And we do like, we play pretty hardcore when they come home, you know I mean? We all cook, I mean, we all get really involved. And when I, I'll be out there for 10 days, uh, next, well, this week, while you and I are talking, I'll be out there. No way. Yeah. You're coming out this way. Oh I'm my coming God, out for so Tim's cool. wedding. Oh my God. That's right. Tim is getting married. I met his fiance. She's so pretty. A wonderful person. We like her a lot. Wonderful. Love that. Love that. Yeah. With so those exciting. Boys. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad you're going to come out here. Are you going to play as hardball in the kitchen while you're on vacation, or is it only when they come home? Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We're not really allowed to cook at Mike's house because we make too much of a mess. Um, <laughs> so Hannah doesn't allow that. But we'll see what happens with. Uh, we'll see what. We'll see what Casey. What Casey or jeez, uh, I just said Casey. What Catherine um, will allow us to do? We don't know the boundaries got it. yet. You know, she's got, got it. boundaries. Got it. So, so you're, are you, are, are you just an eater or do you cook as well? 
that's so funny you bring that up. So I'm fi- I'm moving at the end of the month to um, a new apartment. I this whole um, <laughs> this whole career in LA, I've uh, not always had a full kitchen, um, <laughs> and right now I don't have a full kitchen. I'm living like in a guest house of a of a property. But now because of this show, I get to move into my own new place. I'm moving in with my boyfriend, and oh, he cooks. Awesome. Yeah, he cooks. He's a good he's a good cook. I'm not. I'm I'm an eater. But I am so excited to have this new kitchen and I want to make use of it. And so I'm like been like Googling and like trying to like learn. I'm like, are there any like simple things that I can like start to learn? And like I can make a fried egg sandwich very well. Um, okay. You know, just like a crack, a, a, just a just a breakfast sandwich. I've got down very well. The egg um, is a hard I've, thing. I mean, did you know that the folds that are in a chef's hat? So the old school toque, the folds uh-huh. that are in a chef's hat were how many – originally were how many egg dishes you could create. No way. So the that egg is, is a very so cool. important thing in the in culinary history because of that. Wow. So, so yeah, I'm going to send you – I want to send you I'm some stuff. I'm a better start than I thought. I can yeah. cook eggs. That's the thing that I can do. Are you but a full yolk or a runny yolk? Mm. I'm actually both. It depends on like what – what the what we're doing like okay. sometimes I like a running I don't like super super running but I do like a little a little bit of a drip you know we call them dippy um, eggs yeah yeah I like a little bit of that my boyfriend like he's full hard no um, I don't like I it already you gotta I question know. the person doesn't eat a yolk the way it should be eaten I mean, but here's the thing, like he eats meat more rare than I do. And I'm more of a like, well done meat. So, you know, it's just like, we all have our pros and cons. Um, but that's, but that's so funny. I didn't know that about the chef hats and the, the, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Well, I'm going to send you some stuff for your kitchen. Really? What's that? I'm going to send you some stuff for your kitchen. Oh my God. You do not have to do that. That is so kind. Um, yeah. I have spices and all that stuff. Oh my God. But it's so cool, like, if you're ever in town, and we're, like, I said to Mike, too, the place we're moving to has, like, this rooftop, and there's, like, a barbecue on the rooftop. I'm like, I don't even want to go out in L.A. anymore. I just want to, like, focus on my culinary school for the next year. (laughs) Well, so you need a couple, you need a couple things. Uh You need a couple, like, key ingredients to keep. Like, one, never buy, like, iodized salt. If you have iodized salt, we're done. I'm ending the end of the interview right now. Okay, throw it out. So get yourself a great salt. And great places to get salts are really simple. Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Mark. Marshalls, like all those funky places have really cool salts in oh, there. Wow. So you can so get cool. like grinders or a couple different things. And then like in my house, I have seven different salts that I use religiously. I have a, I have a, a smoked salt. I have an English salt. I have a, oh, cool. a, a really high mineral count Celtic sea salt. So I have some really cool stuff. And then I'll send you some of my spice, which you'll love. It's awesome on top of eggs with a little bit of crushed chili. It's great. Oh, yum. I Huge love fan. That. Yeah. I love um, a season on an egg. I love a little egg seasoning. Well, you got to look at some of my eggs on my Instagram. I'm a, I'm a, oh, I'm no, on a I... cleanse right now. So it's, I'm like a fucking jackass. <laughs> oh, how long is your cleanse going? I need to do a cleanse as well, but I have 21 days when I'm starting. What? 21 days. Oof, 21 But here's days. the deal. So if you use, so check this out, go to chefv.com. 
And this is not uh-huh. a plug. This is me just telling you. And if you put the code uh, Chef Bry Duff in, you get 55% off. No way. They're, they're based uh-huh. out of, they have an LA, they have an East Coast and a West Coast. They ship it to you every Tuesday morning and their juice is unbelievable. It's beautiful. Okay. It's, just, it's like black kale and it's really good. It's not that bitter juice that most people are used to drinking. And then they have these uh, vegan shakes that are really good. I love the chocolate one. It's made with like rice flour and all that oh. stuff. It's really, really good. It's high in protein. Um, I lost 12 pounds in seven days. Um, oh, and I drink, I mean, I drink about two gallons of water a day. Normally. Uh, I mean, I love using water, not going to lie. So wait, so chef V and then what is the code I need to put in? Chef bride Duff. Okay, great. Yeah. And it's I great. It. I mean, and it's like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm getting ready to travel. I'm shooting a new show this week and I'm traveling. So I just froze all of my juices for the week in these little 16 ounce bottles. So oh, cool. Yeah. I know I'm so excited to have a freezer again. I've been having like a mini fridge. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm like this show, this show, I'm so excited about the show, but I'm also like so excited to be like the adult I've always like wanted to be for the last right. like 10 years. So that's what I'm really excited about the funny dance show. I'm like the funny dance show means that I get a freezer in a kitchen. Um, so yeah. Screw I'm everything excited. else. I don't need to yeah. some credits. Just give me a freezer. Just give uh, me a freezer, give me a full kitchen. I'm excited to have an oven. Like, um, so, you know, but the show's great as well. But just for personally, you know, I get a big girl kitchen. <laughs> well, and so you now, so whatever you need, anytime you have a question, you just ask. So it's that simple. Oh my God. Thank Seriously. you so, so much. I love just, having a, a chef yeah. I can ask questions about. I'll just give you my number and just text me. And I, I mean, I'm used okay, to it. get it all the time. So uh, <laughs> what's your, what's your go-to meal? Like, what do you love to eat? Oh, well, okay. Let's see here. What do I, this is a hard question. Cause it's like, what do I not love to eat? Okay. Um, you know, I love, I love seafood. Seafood would be like, Number one, like if you're like, what's like drink? Like I love lobster. I love shrimp. Like I just, I love seafood. Um, and then I'm, I'm definitely not like a, I feel like, uh, it's funny because Justine, my counterpart is like very vegan and protein bars and smoothies. <laughs> and I'm like meat, seafood, lobster, like, like more meat. So, um, but that's hard. I, there's so much food I love. And then also on the, on the shitty side, I just tweeted this morning. I'm like, no matter how much money I have, I will still always love McDonald's and Taco Bell. And I'm sorry. Like, I love lobster, but I also love McDonald's, and that's terrible, and I apologize. But it is – it's just what I'm dealing with. Um, and then uh, and then I love a good whiskey, you know? So right. that, I, don't, I know that's not really food, but those are like – No, but there's, the, a, there's characteristics to whiskey that are – yeah. They're just, I mean, they're like these, these little things that, that when you taste and you drink, you just pick up. I mean, are you like, are you a craft whiskey person or are you like sucking um, back Jim Beam? Which is actually No, I'm not sucking back Jim Beam. Uh, luckily I'm not doing that. Um, but I do like, I like a, like a bullet, you know, um, I like, like. So you're a bourbon. A, like a bur- yeah, like a bourbon whiskey or what's that one I can't think of right now? Like Macallan. Like I like Macallan. Yeah. That's like a nice well, that's an Irish one. whiskey. Macallan is you I got know. you got big taste, lady. You got big well, expensive taste. 
Well, a very expensive person introduced that whiskey to me. But then also, listen, if you need to just put some, like, Jack and Coke in a glass, I'm happy to do that as yeah, well. I do like but a Jack. Want, like, I love a Jack. I mean, yeah. hey, you know, like a Jack and Coke is like a real, I also think it's a, I think it's a holiday drink. I've committed. <laughs> I, look. The other day, like, I was like, I helped my friend put up Christmas decorations and I was like, yeah, I think Jack and Coke is a good cocktail. It feels like a holiday drink to me right now. I don't know why. <laughs> I love, and I don't drink, I don't drink soda. It's one of the things I just don't, I don't get into. Yeah. I actually, my drink is goose and soda. With mm-hmm. a, but it's a single tall, so I'm in a pint glass with three olives and a lime. And it's actually oh, called, I, I call it Chef's Night Out. And, <laughs> and the cool part about it is because, you know, I, I try not to get too fucked up when I go out. I try to be really aware of my surroundings, especially when I travel. I mean, I just hit 99,000 yeah. miles. So I try to wow. really watch I try to be very aware of my surroundings. There's some fucked up individuals yeah. out there. I've been roofied before. I've had bad weed Dude, before. Yeah. Scary yeah. shit. So I keep my stuff super clear all the time so I know what's going on. And oh, I, smart, I, smart. And I can always switch out to just soda. But there's times right. when I just – a Jack and Coke, like, come on. With a little splash I mean, of come lime. On. Come on. <laughs> come on. Well, that's, that's great stuff. Yeah. yeah. I used to love bourbon. Yeah. Loved bourbon. Yeah. Drank too much of it. Then I was 290 pounds. And I was like, eh. And it get, I. My no. body reacts the same way. I'm like, oh, wow, you've been drinking, huh? Look at you. Like, <laughs> you out here, girl. <laughs> you brought your fat girl, you brought your, brought your fat girl jeans to get back on the plane. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, good to know. <laughs> I have friends that it doesn't react like that. But I guess we can view it as like a, a, a positive because you can never really like, can't really drink too much because it's obvious. You're like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Time to dial it back. Well, Tim. <laughs> Tim was Tim's allergic to any Anheuser Busch product. Oh, really? So That's Tim really would drink in high school, and he would he would like get it. He would get a rash. <laughs> so we always knew when he was boozing because he would get a rash. Have the rash. And we'd so be like, funny. Tim's like Mr. Coors Light man. Yeah, Tim's like a bourbon guy, whiskey guy now. No, yeah. Tim is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know, but anyway. Um, also, I love Mama Duff. She's incredible. Um, wow. I've really? met her um, a couple times, and she's just so lovable. And yeah. uh, what a great woman! She's she's not an animal person. In fact, we call her Maggie Kavorkian because <laughs> <laughs> if anybody had to get rid of a pet when we were younger. My mother's uh-huh. like, I got that covered. And she would take them to the quote unquote Sunnydale puppy farm. Oh um, my gosh. And she'd like drop them off at the kill shelter. Um, oh my God. Oh so my I, gosh. Mama Duff, the <laughs> things you learn. Oh my gosh. I would have never known. But then now it's so funny to picture her like warm attitude with the Kevorkian oh, yeah. past. Yeah. <laughs> and she, so I have a puppy. I just got a puppy a couple months ago. Well, there's a, there's a Was little that, video. What, green? I'm sorry. What breed did you get? I got a pit like, bull bulldog. She's a pity bull. Oh, so she's cute. beautiful. She's the sweetest little thing in the world. And she got in trouble by my mother the other night. So she was sitting on the couch and I took a video of my mother reprimanding her. So if you get oh, a chance. I saw this. Yeah, I saw this video. With her, yes. her. I mean, that's the way that my mother talked to us. Like, sit down. <laughs> sit down and listen to me now. You're going to be oh good. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we like hilarious. The couch, yeah. She's a cool cat. She raised oh, four man. kids, and hey, so, 
and then buried my father on, his, on their 50th wedding anniversary. And she's a, she's a, uh, she's a pretty amazing woman. So I love that. Now, yeah. what about, what was your family like? Did you have brothers and sisters? Oh, oh oof, my family is a hot, 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 <laughs> hot mess. Um, I had half brothers and I'm not really, uh, I'm not really close to the fam. I'm, I was close to my grandma and, um, my mom and I have actually luckily gotten to know each other a lot more in these last few year, years. And it was really special to be able to fly her out for the taping. She was just oh, so adorable. Um, she made the crew laugh so much. She was like, that, like a quote I'll never forget is she was like, well, I just came out here, you know, to see what, how you was doing. And she's like, I, the entertainment industry. I mean, you guys just got, we just got everything. There's a whole bunch of talented people out here. And then it's like, I've just been, you know, so busy worrying about how to ship hay to China. I hadn't thought about the entertainment industry at all, but it seems like y'all are getting along just fine without me. And made me laugh so hard, but she had a great time. She was so impressed with the show and everything. So, and she's, 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 she's country and I'm, um, so she's, she's loves horses and she loves being out in the, she's from California, she's from East LA, but she just, she went full country. And then like, she kind of raised me when I lived with her a little bit in California, but on a dirt road with horses she wasn't supposed to have. And then I went full and then I flipped and went full city girl. So, right. um, so, but she's, but she's a, I, I can really tell in the last few years of getting to know her that like, I truly am her daughter. She's quite a spitfire and she just says whatever's on her mind and she doesn't really give a shit what you think about it. So, awesome. um, she's a, she's a hoot. Uh, cool. my dad's an idiot and my gotcha. brothers are idiots. And you know, nice. sometimes that's how life goes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's and Grandma loves sewing and um and she's great. So, did yeah. she ever make you stuff? She did. She actually in the pilot. I don't know if they shared the pilot with you. No, of, they don't share of, shit with me. They're my brothers. All they do is oh give me shit for the way that I live my life. Oh, not Tim because Tim's Buddhist. God. Mike gives me shit all the time. Oh my god! Oh, Tim's Buddhist. This almost makes sense now. I feel like yeah. he's always trying to like center everything. <laughs> He is. He's the right. Like, even the other day, I like kind of gave him shit when he was like, he had like been like very like zen about something, and I was like, "Hey, Tim, how the fuck you do that all the time?" I'm like, I just yeah. like yelled at you at something, and then you like tried to center it out. I'm like, you got a lot of weird extra patience in that moment, <laughs> and he just like laughs. Um, well, the conversation and, we laugh about the conversations with Tim because they're always right. like Tim's like, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. And I'm like, just, <laughs> dude, I'm talking shit on somebody. Let me, like, give me feedback. Feed me I here. Know. That's you like know? basically what happened. And then, like, he was like, hmm. <laughs> oh, right. right. Okay. <laughs> right. Tell um, me. But no, my grandma made, anyways, on the pilot, she made Justine and I these glitter jackets that had our names on the back. Um, and she sent them in these boxes and we're like, these were 180 hours worth of work. Oh, and man. it was really fun because it was our non-airing pilot. And I really, and it was the opening shot of the pilot. And, um, and so it was really cool to like be able to, um, cause she can't physically like come down here to right. be able to have her be a part of, 
the show. And I felt like it made, I felt like it kind of gave us that extra, like, you know, you know, so she has made me things that she makes me, she makes things all the time, but the glitter jacket, I I hang up because it's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty cool. I'm looking at pictures of you right now on your website and I'm Uh looking at a Marge Simpson jacket. With the donuts what? on it? Is it a Marge Simpson jacket with donuts oh, on yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it has a donut on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually an ex-boyfriend's jacket that I wore to a premiere. You dated because... a guy who wore this jacket? Huh? Dated a guy yeah. who wore this jacket? Yeah, you know, it's dating in L.A. is weird. You know, sometimes, yeah. you, get out... <laughs> sometimes sure. you get out of a relationship and you're like, well, that was that was. That was was definitely not something I was meant to be in. Um, But he actually, but it's great. Listen, you know, everything turns out positive. He thought my dress was too short. It was for a movie premiere that I was in. And then I was like, well, then give me a fucking jacket. And then so I took, I was like, let me wear that jacket. And then I wore that jacket to the career and actually photographed really well. So, you know. With every negative, there's a positive. But yeah, what yeah. it was an ex-boyfriend's jacket. I should have been able to keep that jacket. Truly, seriously, you own that now. I like know. you just you you immortalized that jacket. I know, I know. I mm. should be like, hey, you know that's my jacket. It's on Getty Images. You should really send me the fucking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I so I go with it. So let me ask you. Okay, so I have uh, so I have a daughter who's a redhead. Oh my god, I love yeah. this. Yes. You got your hands full. I'm guessing. She's awesome, awesome individual. You know, I mean, and she was raised by me. So, I mean, she was oh. raised by a chef, you know, mm-hmm. like take no shit, accept no mediocrity. Like, right. don't fuck around, you know. She went on a date I a couple months it. ago and the guy, she just was bored with the guy. And she was like, hey, thanks for everything, but I'm good. <laughs> and she left. Like, she took an Uber home. Yeah. She's like, I'm, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. What's the point of continuing to hang out with him? You know. Meanwhile, I'm Love like experimenting. I'm like, I'm not dating any blondes anymore. So I dated redheads. I dated brunettes. I don't know what I'm going for next, but um, yeah, redhead. She's a pretty awesome kid. I mean, what what was was that a was that a factor in your kind of growing up? I mean, the carrot oh, top ab- world. Absolutely. I mean, like I. I mean, first of all, I'm livid that people are putting fake freckles on their faces now with makeup. And that when people want to dye their hair red, I'm like, oh, really? Because I was in the fourth grade and I remember exactly what all you bitches did. To me. <laughs> like, now, now you want to be cool? Like, now right. you want to mask the fact that you don't have a big enough personality with a box of red dye? Like, right. So I get very worked up. I've been told I have to not do this so much. But I just don't. I don't like fake redheads. I, it bothers me on some level, like it just because it always looks so fake. And I'm like, don't do that. Like, at least get a good hairstylist if you're going to fake this. Like, right. and but it it was like, I mean, I definitely got made fun of for having red hair. I got made fun of for having freckles. But that's kids. We always find things to make fun of each other. Um, were but, there? Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Were there? No, a lot, just, okay, you go. <laughs> No, I just, I, I love it now. I mean, I love, I've always loved my red hair, but even more so now. And I think that, I think that redheads are just a different breed. I mean, we're less than 2% of the entire population of the world. Love it. Um, and like, I just feel like there's like, there's, there's all these weird facts about redheads. Um, 
actually the the editor in chief at BuzzFeed is a redhead, and she made this book, the Big Book of Redheads, and had sent it to me. And there's just all these facts. Like, I mean, it takes I don't know if you know it takes more anesthesia to put yeah. down a redhead. Yeah. Than, I know. yeah, like there's just all these weird little things. You know, we're constantly demonized. That's fine. I can play like you know. That's fine. It's me. I'm the bad one. Um, redheaded stepchild, like all of these things kind of surround what a redhead is. I guess that like, I mean, I'm sure blondes have that as well, you know, their, their little thing or whatever, but, um, I feel very much like the, 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 I have all of those elements of a redhead. I love being a redhead. Really. I do. love the I club. Feel like it's, yeah. It's like a club. Like your daughter, now that I know your daughter's in the club, I'm like, I can't wait to meet her. Like fellow sister, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's so like, funny because my other daughter gets like we're we're huge beach people. So during the summer, we're uh-huh. on the Outer Banks, like we're full blown. Fiona is a savage. This kid goes in the sun for an hour, and she mm-hmm. is she's she literally looks like a Tahitian child. And <laughs> Emily gets off the beach, and she's like, "Hey, look, I'm getting my freckles are connecting." Yeah, like yeah. that's her tan is freckles connecting. Yeah. They so. come out more. I remember one time I was dating a dude and we went to Miami together and he had fallen asleep on the, on the beach chair and then woke up like an hour later and like freaked out. And he was like, Whoa, your face looks different. And I was like, what? <laughs> and was like, your, your face is different. Are you okay? And I was like, awesome. it's my freckles. They've gotten darker and you can see more of them. He's like, but your face is like, he was, so, I mean, obviously he had been drinking as well. Right. And right. we were like, you know, 21 or 22, but it like woke up from like a drunken nap and was like, whoa, you're a face. And so, yeah, I get it. Yeah. My freckles connect, they get bigger, they get darker. And yeah. like, you just, yeah. And that's, that's our version of a tan. Yes. I, uh, I, I, I loved a redhead at one point. So she I lived mean, in San Diego though. So you got to, like at one point nodding. in life, you got to find one to love. Yeah, it was. It, she lived out there. I lived back here. It was tough. So oh, she was yeah, a rock star. Yeah. There's something about a redhead, man. I just, you know, just pretty crazy. You know, I love. It. Yeah, we're we're a rare hot-headed breed. We sure are. <laughs> we're definitely, we're definitely a spice on the spice rack. That's for sure. So, how yeah. did you end up in the world of comedy and doing all that stuff? I mean, acting and like what brought well, you? When I was, so like, let's see here. Um, I did theater from like nine to 18. Um, my dad's third wife needed someone to babysit me. So dropped me off to audition for like a professional play. Ended up being good, (laughs) ended up getting the part and then ended up loving theater. So I just continued to do it until I was like 18. And then, but I had always watched stand up on TV, like on Comedy Central when they would have those Comedy Central presents. And I always felt like comedy um, it was like a language I understood. Like it was this world where people spoke honestly and like without really like, I feel like sometimes in the world people t- talk to each other in these like what's proper, what's like, and I'm still kind of learning. Like I, like I get how some things I say come off very rough, but this world of comedy, it was just like, I was like, oh, I get that language. So when I moved to LA, I didn't drink yet. I didn't know anything about the bourbons, you know? And, um, I talk, cause I told myself I wouldn't drink until I was 21. Um, <laughs> because of like, I just was like, that's when I'll know, I'll just, I'll know how to handle it. Right. So I just, when I moved to LA, I would always go to comedy clubs cause that's where I could get, those are the clubs I could get into. 
I just watch comedy and watch comedy and I watched it for years and made friends with a few comics. Um, Ian Edwards was a comic that was like, um, I think you're like a, like, I think you're a comic. Like, I don't think that you just like comedy. I think you are a comedian. Like the way you talk right. is, is very funny. And then like, um, and I was like, Oh, well, I did it like once. Like, cause I did like, like a couple times and then I stopped. Um, I did it like three times and then I stopped. And then like, I remember that day, the place that he told me that the person like on the register was like, I think I saw you do comedy like three years ago. You're really funny. And he was like, didn't I just tell So anyways, I went into production for a few years and I just kind of like went on the other side of the camera and was working um, under an executive producer and a director on these big budget commercials. And I learned a lot of stuff about the other side. Um, kind of felt like I'd been in the game since I was nine. Everyone I knew had a TV show. Like it just wasn't going to happen for me. Like it right. just wasn't happening. I'm, I'm just going to learn production. I'm going to learn the other side. I love this industry. Like, and I just kind of did that for about five years. And then just, there was this moment in my life where I decided to take like one more chance on me, which was like three years ago. And I was like, I'm just going to do this one more time as if like, I just moved to LA I'm going to move into the cheapest apartment. I'm going to stop taking production jobs. I'm going to go do stand-up every single night because I know that's what it takes. I know I'm funny, and I'm just going to do this one more time for me. And then if, I, if, if it doesn't feel like I'm making any progress, fine. Like, I'll fucking real, I'll, I, 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 don't, I don't need to be a comic ever again. Right. And luckily, the, the universe worked with my intention and I worked with, and I worked on my intention and, and things started to happen. And I, people started to recognize me as like a funny up and coming comedian. And then Justine and I did this show together and I was like, I'm going to now fully commit to this show. This is, I think this is a good idea. And, and then now here we are. So that's sort of the, the long story. So I got to like, I guess I got to figure out, you know, the shorter version of it, but that's, <laughs> that's really it. So yeah, that's nice. how I ended up in that world. That's cool. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, just, yeah. are you are you spiritual in nature? Because you said you um, put the intentions out there. Yeah, and, and I just I think that there's something. I think it's important for human beings to realize that there's something bigger than you, and yeah. whatever you want that to be, I'm open to whatever people want it to be. Um, but I think that it's important to remember that it's not just about you, that it's about something bigger than you. And, and that's like kind of my spirituality. Like, even if it's like, I'm like, I'm going to bet on myself one more time. Like it wasn't necessarily like about me. It was about like, can you like, is a, is a second chance something that someone's allowed to have, you know, like those types of things. And like, when you put that out there, people just, people respond to that. I mean, listen, you can go about it the other way too. You can be a conniving fucking bitch and only care about yourself. Right. And that works too. Like that also works. Like I know a lot of people that are assholes and are very successful, but I think that, yeah. I think that my philosophy is to try to remember that it's not just about you as much as possible. And when you do that, you oddly connect with a lot of people in a, in a kind of spiritual way. And I think it's a, I think it's a more uplifting life and that's my perspective. Right. But again, that doesn't mean that everybody lives that way. A lot of people 
don't care about those things. Like, and they don't really care about connecting with other people. They care about what feels good to them. To me, that just me doesn't feel good. So that's my spirituality. It's not just about you. (laughs) Well, I mean, and it's such a trendy, you know, I mean, I, 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 I have a, I was talking to my two weeks ago, I had my, my soul sister, my spiritual kind of guru that I talked to, she was on because she kind of clears up a bunch of shit for me. You know, she's a pretty cool being and, and she clears up a lot of shit that goes on in my brain and she kind of breaks it down for me. And, uh, which is really cool. You know, it's, it's not a therapist. She just kind of tells me what's going on in the world. So. And we all do that. We all can all get very caught up in our own mind. And like, sometimes your mind is not your best friend and you have to like kind of break down the parts that are, you know, helpful and which ones are hurtful and kind of like leave the other things to the side. And yeah, but that's great. I think we all need someone to kind of help guide us, you know, in various categories of our lives. Saw a tweet this morning from you that I laughed about oh, yeah. Ameri- Which one? American meme. Oh, <laughs> I just fucking watched it last night and I wake up to that this morning and I have you on the phone. Well, you know, what's so funny about that is like I tweeted and last right. night I tweeted out of emotion and it was prior to me seeing the film because I had people DMing me the photos that I was or the parts that I was in. Right. And then, and I'm learning that in this new stage of my life, <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought this up. I was like, I could have just waited until somebody asked me about it because right. somebody was going to ask me about it. But um, yeah, American meme. Tell me, <laughs> what were your thoughts? What do you, what I do just, you want to talk about? Uh, I can, I'll let you talk about it. I mean, I just, I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch the whole thing. Honestly, I fell asleep because it was a crazy weekend. I was in New York and running around with my daughter and like, I just yeah. had a crazy weekend. So I, I yeah. watched it last night. Um, you know, the whole, you know, the whole Paris Hilton thing, I think is a little crazy. And then, I mean, look, I love the fat Jewish as much as the next guy, uh-huh. you know, but, and then who yeah. was the chick? What, what, Brittany Furlong? So Brittany and I used to be friends. Yeah. Okay. And, All right. and we split up pretty much at the beginning of Vine, um, for, for a lot of personal right. reasons in our gotcha. friendship. And, uh, and I was very triggered hearing her say, like, I started doing sketches with my friends and, like, seeing old vines of me in that documentary. I'm like, please don't ever say the word friend over a, over a, video, a video of me <laughs> ever, like, that I don't even know was in this documentary. Right. Um, but then the documentary is about her, her and various other Internet stars and their struggle to stay relevant. And that's not my story. That's her right. story. And, um, and I also found it funny that like, and once I kind of processed it and I was like, well, this whole documentary is really about the discussion of privacy and consent and whether or not people are consenting to be in things on the internet to be used indefinitely forever. And so that's funny. Cause I feel very, that's how I feel about being in that documentary, even if it is for the irony of six seconds which right. is what Vine was, you know, like, it's just like, oh man. So, but yeah, American meme and internet stars and internet celebrity. And, and I mean, the documentary is, I mean, they're all deeply manic narcissists. You know? wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, deeply manic narcissism in that documentary. 
I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a weird, I mean, it's a really weird world. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, you're, you know, oh, there was, yeah. a, there was a, there was a scene where she was talking about the fact that, you know, somebody had posted, the fat Jewish had posted his picture and it was 265,000 yeah. likes. And she's like, I'm only at 2,300. Like, what do I need to do? And it's yeah, like, and you know, I just don't get that, that world. I, just I, feel- don't, I don't like living in a, I don't think that we should be, I don't think humans listen. <laughs> Our, the show that we created is a competition show, but it's a sure. false competition. It's for charity, and everybody loves a good, a, a little bit of a sports or competition. I think that humans have this thing to like want to root for one side or the other, but um, internally, I don't think we should have to feel that we have to compete with another human being because I find that destructive, and I find that that I don't I don't think that people really grow that way, um, like. So yeah, it's, it's a weird world. And it's like, it's also like you guys are doing that photo based off of Beyonce who is living her regular normal life, posting her maternity photo. And now you're, it just, something feels lost in that world to me. And I think it's the age of pointing your phone at you and thinking that because you're pointing your phone at yourself, you're the only one that matters. Right. Which goes back to my whole spiritual thing. But yeah, an American meme. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, look, I'm a huge social media fan. I love, I mean, it's, it's, it's a way, I mean, I've made some great friends, you know, I mean, I have, you know, I mean, I travel all the time. It gets to be a lonely world out there. And, and I mean, I'm not talking about people that I talk to on Twitter. I'm talking about people that I've, I've physically engaged with, you know, people that I will meet and say, Hey, look, I'm coming into town. We've never met before. I'd really like to meet you. You know, right. let's grab a drink. I mean, I've got great friends like that. I mean, I've made, I've met amazing people through that way. But to do it specifically for the followship or the the pleasure yeah. of seeing that you have that, you know, I, I mean, look at kids. I mean, uh, you don't have kids. I've got, I've got girls that are seventeen and fifteen, and yeah. it's dad, go like my picture, you know, right. or you know, uh, you know, I, I, I just, and I'm like, well, it's, fuck, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't fuck yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. Like there's, it, it, there's so much positive that I've gotten out of social media. Yes. That I want to throw the baby away with the bathwater. It's just that, you know, and it, and I think that it's, I think whether it's social media or anything else, it's like how people choose to live their life. And if it wasn't social media, it would be another thing. Like, and do you want to live a, a competitive life or do you want to live a, a life where you, we help each other? You know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. and you can totally compete, but it, it's like a, it's more of a, the, the root of that competition. Does it because you want to feel better than, um, or does it mean that you want to be better than your past self, you know, like right. compete with yourself. But, um, I don't know. But yeah, it's a weird world, the social media, and it can go in so many directions. But it's overwhelming. Um, huh? It's overwhelming. Yes. You yes. know, I mean, it's over. I mean, I, I have found myself, I mean, you know, I'll be, I'll be, you know, I, I mean, you wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you check. I mean, I go through and I check my email, totally. I check Instagram, I check Twitter, and then I go to Facebook to see if any old people totally. want to talk to me. Um <laughs> But it's, I mean, and you know, I mean, I, I found myself laying in bed at night and just, and being, Bri, you just scrolled, you just refreshed the same page 12 totally. times. Like it's fucking totally. addictive. Dude, I, my phone died yesterday for like 
four hours and I like, I love, I love when my phone dies. Now it can't die when we're in production, but like <laughs> when I'm like, I know that I don't technically have to answer anything today. Like I like to just, I don't know. I'd like to just like put it down. Like, you know, I guess with anything, it's a balance, you know, doing like, this. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Finish what you were saying. No, go ahead. I was going to say anything's a balance. Like, you know, we love drinking a bourbon, but you can't refresh, refresh, refresh all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Enjoy yeah. it, put it down, share it with good friends. Don't share it with your enemies. You know, like you got to just, you just got to put it down sometimes. Doing this show is very therapeutic for me in re- because it is a truly one-on-one conversation, which yes. don't, what they don't happen. They just don't happen anymore. You know, I mean, think about it. You go out, you're in a group of people, you're chatting amongst a group of people. And sometimes you're thinking, wow, I wonder what that conversation is over there while you're talking to one person. So for me to sit here and have this, my phone's not on. I mean, it's on, but it's not, I'm I'm not staring at it. You know, the only, the only thing that's on my screen right now is, is you. You know, so my focus is, which has got to be super weird for you, but, um, no, no, I mean, I put it all out there. I'm cool with it. Um, but it is, I mean, I think that it's, so that's why I love doing this. And I think social media is weird. I do enjoy it. I do embrace it. Don't get me wrong, but I know I love that you, I've always wanted to be like brave enough to do a podcast and maybe I will one day, but you're right. It's a great, like it's a one-on-one conversation, you know? It is one of the coolest things that I've ever done because even though I share it with a boatload of people, I have interactions and communication and conversations with people that I'm interested in. And that's like, I'll tell you, my conversation with Becky was fucking such a wild little card. Are you shitting me? I, I was in tears at times during that conversation. Yeah. She's such a wild 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 little girl do you know who i interviewed that was probably one of the top five interviews and speaking of redheads tammy erin pippi longstocking shut up swear oh my to god. god so fun swear to god she was i i i, I she was awesome super oh open and honest and just we had a great conversation and i've talked to some really 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 cool people she right. was awesome she was, I love that. Yeah, she was really. She lives in Belize right now with her boyfriend. Oh, amazing! Yeah, I'm she not met mad him. at that. No, oh, she was. She posted pictures of her feet the other day with bug bites all over them. There you go. Because <laughs> you can. So, um, all right, Heidi, I want to thank you yeah. for taking uh, the last hour out of your life. Oh my God! No, thanks for calling Let's me. Chat. Good talk. Yeah, I'm so excited that I can talk to you about. Um, cooking things now that I'm yeah. going to have a kitchen. Absolutely. My brothers have my number, so just grab it from them or I'll just reach out to you or whatever. But if you ever need anything, just give me a shout and I'll be out there. Okay, I'll be out great. there for 10 days. Bored as shit. Wait so we got to okay, figure out great. cook. So Okay, perfect. All right, Heidi, do me a favor. Uh, give us your name again and tell us how we can get in contact with you so that we can uh, waste more energy on social media. I love that. Um, I'm Heidi Hewlett. I'm the Redhead Heidi on Instagram, Redhead Heidi on Twitter. Um, but the Redhead Heidi, that's the one I'm on the most on Instagram. And it's me, and I'm out there in the world, sometimes on social media, sometimes in real life. And then I'll be coming to E! in 2019 with Ugly Brothers Studios for the Funny Dance Show. That's what I'm up to. 
Perfect. I love it. Thank you. Okay, great. Thank you. I'll talk to you again soon. All right, Heidi. Take care. Have a great day. Me too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Boom, everybody. Heidi Heaslett. Yep. Yep. Pretty awesome. Great chick. Cool story. I love it. Um, I just like people like that. You know, um, we didn't even get into the comedy stuff. You know, we just talked a little bit about uh, the life and that's what I'm kind of interested in. We didn't even get too far into the food stuff. I guess I got to maybe I should get like an agenda for the show. I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Uh, we're, we're coming up on like 100 episodes, I think. I think so. Jerry, how do I find out how many episodes we've done? Jerry's like, shit, I got to talk. I'm like, shit, I got to grab my microphone. Uh, <laughs> the, Heidi's actually episode 85. It, that's it? That's it. Dude, I feel like we've been doing this shit for like fucking years. God, it feels actually, like, like we have decades. Been it's, we've been doing this for a year and a half. I mean, centuries. I mean, eons. Five. I mean, okay, I'll shut up now. And now, but Jerry, it's the end of the year, man. It is. Year. We are coming up on 2019, so 18 is gone. Fuck you, 18. Dude, I, I, I echo that wholeheartedly. Seriously. What How the fun. hell was wrong with 2018? Dude, it was the, I honestly believe it was like the most angry year across the board, whether it be through with presidents and all the bullshit that goes on there, like a lot of people dying and like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just weird, man. Just yeah, no doubt. Point. But I, uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me for this long because uh, I know you guys have better things to do in your life, and I appreciate you guys this year. So thank you very much. Well, I, I, I don't know if you're talking to I the am. listeners. I'm talking or to us. You. No, I'm talking to you. Fuck them. Uh, no, man, you know, we love you and, and, you know, you're part of the family and, you know, again, any, the, the couple of times I have been on with you, I've made it a point to thank everybody out there listening without them, you know, I mean, there's yeah. no point for us to do this. So, you know, thank you to, to all of them and, and cheers to a, a great 2019. 2019. I forgot this was the end of the year episode. Huh? That's pretty awesome. Um, all right, dude. Uh, let's get out of here. I want to thank everybody, uh, Jerry and Jason down there in Tampa. Uh, you guys have a really cool thing for podcast. Talk to these boys. They'll take care of you. They know what the fuck they're doing. Radioinfluence.com is where you can find that stuff out. Tampa and St. Pete's, you can go in. They've got studios down there. You guys can do podcasts. That's pretty awesome. They have a whole, whole lineup of just amazing talents that are out there doing this stuff. Much better than me. Seriously, they're much better than me because I just talk to people that I want to talk to. And I have a podcast as a platform to do so. They're like intelligent beings. Uh, Maggie Gagliardi, y'all know she does all of her illustrations. That's at Mags Art, M-A-G-Z-A-R-T. And then Michelle out there, Techno Solution. Go and check her out. She does a bunch of cool stuff with websites and graphic design, and she does a whole bunch of really cool things. She develops a menu like nobody else that I've ever seen. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for just an awesome, awesome year. Uh, just a, a huge amount of experiences across the board. Um, I want to thank each and every one of you for just being really cool and following us and listening to this show and the Babylon that happened happens and uh going into 2019 i'm pretty stoked because uh i'm gonna do my power and my best to be nice to just everybody that i meet i hope you guys do the same happy new year everybody thank you so much for chilling out with us take care didn't get duffified enough follow chef brian duffy on facebook and on twitter at chef b-r-i-d-u-f-f Look for the blue verified check mark to get exclusive content and to see what's coming up on next week's show. This has been Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. 
Hey guys and gals, this is Ian Beckles. You may know me from my nine seasons in the NFL or from listening to me in sports radio for years. But now you get to see and hear the real me, uncensored me and also unfiltered as well on my new podcast, Ian Beckles. Flavor in your ear. What's flavor in your ear? I tell you what it is. It's a whole lot of fun. Food, fashion, sports, sex, politics, and my personal adventures as well. And a whole lot more food. Make sure to check out Ian Beckles Flavor in Your Ear each Friday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com.